Have you ever blown your entire life savings at a carnival in an effort to win a five-foot stuffed banana? Me either, but someone has. We're here to talk about the hilarious, horrifying, and sometimes downright crazy things that keep us up at night. From breaking news to dating mishaps, we've all had a dilemma after dark. And let's face it, some stories just can't wait till morning. I'm your host, Kristen Torello, and this is You Up. Okay, so today on the podcast, we have Dylan Brown. He is a YouTuber and a podcaster and a beautiful person in and out, and I'm so excited to have him. Thank you so much for having me. I At this point, I feel like I'm a retired YouTuber, although stay tuned. Try to bring that back. We'll see what happens. But uh, are you, yeah, are you not I, making videos anymore? Girl, I haven't made a YouTube video in four years. And the last one I made uh, was a drunk, depressed video about <laughs> uh, how I was super uh, in love with a man that could not be in love with me because he was in the closet and toxic masculinity is a thing. So <laughs> I'm like, I need a break from YouTube because I'm upset, but <laughs> trying to make a comeback soon. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We were just talking before, because of course, on your YouTube, if you're talking about um, you know, obviously a, a guy who won't love you back. When we first met, we were both hardcore in the closet. Aggressively, aggressively, aggressively in the closet. Aggressively. Like, I think I said to you on the phone that we were like, not just in the closet, but like in a closet with a pull down attic and like up the stairs and behind the Christmas ornaments. Like we were. Oh my God. I was about to say like Anne Frank, like hiding, <laughs> like just like you can't make a sound or they'll find you. Like. Oh my That's god. That's awful. That's awful, but so true. <laughs> no, I mean, oh where's the lie? Where's the lie? <laughs> Honestly, oh my god. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's literally, awful. we were like, what, 15, 16? Yeah. Like, when we met? Okay, so we used to, and I think that's why we bonded so much, is because it was like, yeah, I get that I'm like tweeting about the L word. I get I'm posting a picture of like, all the Grey's Anatomy lesbians, but like it's for the plot. Like, you know, yeah. it's just everything, everything I, I post. Yeah, I am a cinephile. I am just <laughs> yeah. obsessed with television. Yeah. And that's, that's why there are exclusively, only, always, consistently women on my timeline. And I thought that was just completely, I mean, I don't know that I really understood. I knew I didn't want to date guys, but I was dating them. I think it was like process of elimination kind of thing. Like in high school, I was definitely one of those like, oh, I just have so much going. Like I, they're they're not mature. Like I have so much going on. Like I don't have yeah. time. I don't have time. Like what was I doing in my free time? I was watching reruns of Grey's Anatomy. I had all the time. Like there's yeah, no for sure. There's no fucking reason. Yeah. And we came out around the same time, and everyone was just like, well, it's like is about time. Like and there was not one person who was like shock. Well, you texted me one day and then like did what I feel like all of us queer people do where it's like, oh, I think I may be bi. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then you were like, like, oh, I'm bi, I'm bi, I'm bi. Yeah. I was like, don't worry. Like I have one foot left in heterosexuality. Don't like, don't 
you send are, me to hell yet. <laughs> you are tiptoeing out of that massive walk-in closet. Like I was your kids the there. massive. Yeah. I know. In my Birkenstocks, I was on my way. <laughs> I was like, ugh. Yeah. I was one leather jacket away from just yeah. tumbling out. You had the Harley ready to go, and you just had that beer in hand. Oh, like. my God. It was waiting. Like, basically, I came out of the closet, and they handed me the keys to the Subaru. They're like, it's about fucking time. So my coming out story wasn't really, like, my choice. <laughs> um, mine was more of, like, I – so I was freshly out of high school, and uh, I had, like, come out here and there to friends, like, prior to graduation. But I remember – I'll never forget this moment mm-hmm. of – being like we were at Target, me and my friends were at Target, and there was this like ridiculous like rainbow stiletto cheetah print heels. And my friend's like, oh my God, you have to put those on. And then so I did, just thinking they were just the tackiest, ugly shoes I've ever seen. And she took a picture of it and put it on the internet. And like I thought nothing of it. Like um all the comments were like it was my first kind of in my little bubble of waukesha wisconsin was my first kind of like mm-hmm. viral thing just because so many people reacted to it and were like yes work all this stuff so then my dad commented on it and he was having none of that he was furious uh and long story lots of yeah. internal family stuff and then i was like you know what fuck it and so i just screenshot it made it a post and then just being like, y'all, I'm gay as hell. Sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. And that's kind of my story. I'm sticking to it. My first like massive concert was Lady Gaga. So I saw her at the oh, Rosemont yeah. Theater yeah, in this. Illinois, like near Chicago, which is this itty bitty little theater. And then like six months later, Bad Romance really blew up. And then she had an arena tour. So like less than a year later, I saw her at the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, which is like this massive arena. And I remember I went, this is me still in the closet, by the way, put that into perspective. I had my stepmom take me to a craft store and me claiming that I was straight was ready to fully recreate Lady Gaga's costume from the VMAs when she did paparazzi. Like that white feather, like just underwear and stockings, like lingerie thing. And my psycho ass uh, being so who we were like, so obsessed with fame at the time uh, was like, I didn't do it. And then I was like upset about that. I didn't do it. And right behind me was a gaggle of gays, which I realized now like straight up drag queens that were full Gaga super fan, like wearing costumes. And all these people are like bombarding them being like, but we want, can we take pictures? Can we take pictures? And I'm like, oh. fuck. Yeah. I, was pissed <laughs> I didn't do it. I was so mad. So you know next time, if concerts yeah, are ever a thing time. again, if concerts are ever a thing again, Oh God, I hope so. Same, same. People do know that there's a difference between, you know, sexuality and gender. And so oh, yeah. where do you think, like, where do you identify now on the gender spectrum? Because I know that it didn't change. Obviously, it's intrinsically within you always, but it's when you started to embrace it, identify with it, mm-hmm. express yourself in that way. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. 
So I for sure, uh, I remember having a very defining moment when I was like five years old, looking at my like tacky, you know, that tacky like 90s wallpaper, like in every little boy's bedroom of like the shelf that has has all like the different like (laughs) balls, like basketballs and footballs. First of all, I've never been a sports child. So why would we think? Yes. (laughs) Like what? And then I remember just like looking up at it and just being like, oh my God, I'm a girl trapped in a boy's body. And then as like life went on, I was like, oh you dummy you don't get it you just like boys like you didn't understand what being gay was the best way to describe me is like i'm just me like i don't know there's not really like one or the other really it's just like i'm just this genderless alien from mars and that's just what it is <laughs> i just you're me. just dylan <laughs> which is like share just be on a first name basis <laughs> oh my god and share also ex- like exceeds time and age and gender and like sh- yes absolutely <laughs> We both saw the Britney Spears documentary, which was heartbreaking. And I mean, it was phenomenal. It was so well done, but I was so deeply disturbed watching it. I remember the day, I will never forget the night that it was breaking news that Britney Spears shaved her head. Looking back on it, it's so ridiculous. Like, oh my God, a woman is is. bald. Oh, right? Like, so dumb. Yeah. And like, so I remember I was sitting in my bedroom watching E! News, literally upside down on a futon, eating popcorn, watching E! News. And it's like, breaking news, Britney Spears shaves her head and they're showing these pictures of her and like this just glassy-eyed look. And I just remember hustling hysterically sobbing like i'm like glued to my screen just being like oh my god Brittany, what's happening and like just like so upset and the fact that it was exploited became a a national joke was on every like i said i sent you that clip of craig ferguson who's the only one who stepped up and was like this girl is sick I mean, she was in her young 20s. She was like 25, maybe. Before that even happened, like the leading up to it, how they had turned her into a sex symbol. The media framed a narrative around the idea of like the good girl gone bad, Mm -hmm. which is like every white straight boy's fantasy. (laughs) And, (laughs) And they ran with it. And then they slut shamed her for it. So they created the idea that she is this sexual icon and is this really good for our kids to watch and is she out of control, almost driving her to a point that's out of control and then shaming her for ending up in a position that they perpetuated. Oh, yeah. And it's I think it's sad to like looking back on it now, like not fully understanding it back then is just how they took the biggest thing she was insecure about and the biggest thing that she cared the most about, which you learn in the documentary if, if for those who haven't watched it like uh just her whole life like pop star was like you know second best like backseat like her only goal in life was to be like that classic little southern bell mom like i just want to have my kids in a house in louisiana and like you know (laughs) and that's like the thing that they went for like every three seconds questioning her ability to be a mom and like especially when you're struggling with like postpartum depression and all that stuff too like to use that one thing that she's truly the most insecure about and to just constantly be knocking her while she's going through just had one kid immediately popped out a second one. And then to have all this going on is just like, yeah. And to have 
hundreds of photographers following her to the point where she can't even like safely move with a child in her hand. At some point, you have to acknowledge like she is a human. And I I want to think that now something like this maybe to this degree wouldn't have happened. I think it's changed a little bit. But now that people are kind of going back and being like, oh, shit, what did we do? I think that's part of where the Free Britney movement is also getting momentum. At one point before this whole thing started, as you saw, she did retain an attorney. The guy shows up to court, you know, prepared to reject this conservatorship. And the judge just looks at a piece of paper and says, I have a medical report here. Um, I'm not going to show it to you, but she's not sound enough to make a judgment to hire you as an attorney. Like what? How is that even a thing? Like how is that? I had no idea. It blew my mind. It's also twisty. And like, I think the most effed up part is like in that documentary too, when this lawyer who has been a conservator lawyer, her whole career is like, oh, of like my whole career, whenever I've seen someone try to contest a, a conservatorship, I've never seen anyone successfully dissolve one by contesting it. The worst part too is like, and you know, we don't know what we don't yeah, know. Of course. The fact is like there is in that this medical report that you're referencing, Jamie's claiming that she has dementia and that's why she's in this um, conservatorship. And it's like, I'm sorry, would somebody in a conservator or in a somebody with dementia, like, would they be allowed to be suspended in the air doing like aerial, like acrobatic silk stuff? Yeah. A world tour. She can remember her songs when you're making bank off her in Vegas. Yeah. Like, how do you go from being a 18 year old with this entire empire that like, that's always been her thing. Like, oh, all my music video concepts are mine. All like every second, every detail, like I have the final say on. How do you go from that to suddenly being like, so incapacitated that you can't make your own decisions, but yet still retain one of the most successful Vegas residencies of all time to go on three world tours to release four albums to like do all this stuff, but allegedly be too incompetent to make any sort of decision for herself at all. Like, a little fishy, a little fishy. Yeah. This was at the very beginning of the pandemic. And I started like, okay, so Criminal Minds is almost like Law and Order, where it's on all the time. Yes. But like Law and Order, you don't really have to like you can just pop in on every like any episode or whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't need to know what's going on. Like Criminal Minds always seemed like there was a backstory, like whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm going back like 20 years, I guess, <laughs> or whatever. Like, it started in, like, I don't know, 2000. And I started with episode one in the beginning of the pandemic. And I straight up, like, every day binged 13 seasons straight. Damn. And, of course, then I became, like, like I do, like, obsessed and had to Google everybody. And But also, like, anytime I'm home alone, I'm like, what's that noise? Like, oh, every <laughs> I'm about to be axe like, murdered at any given moment. Yeah, that's yes. basically what it is. And I thought... Like you watch these shows and you you like come up with this thing in your head to like justify it. You're like, oh, she's just not running fast enough or like I escaped the window, like blah, blah, blah. I started this new workout routine. It's like that beach body thing. Oh, my God, girl, I would die. I literally would just die right there. They'd stab me. I'm not running anywhere. I couldn't even jump rope. Like, <laughs> ah, yeah. you I literally was like, if somebody breaks in, I'm just going to be like, all right, where do you want me? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I had said, if I'm ever murdered, you can do whatever you want, publish 
anything you need to like take my journals, take my sex toys. Like I don't give a shit, but like someone has to delete my Google searches because they're so embarrassing. And then I got like down the wormhole of like Googling Google searches, like to find out what the weirdest shit is to be like, let me justify my behavior. And I found a map of the United States and it had like what was the most Googled by state. Um, I'm trying to remember what was your your Wisconsin? What was your state? Uh, Mine was. Hold on. I'm looking at it now. Oh, my God. It's bad. I don't know where Wisconsin is on the map. It's uh, right up North A, like near to like, Superior A. <laughs> Hold on. I'm literally putting it next. Oh, I was right. I was right. <laughs> yours is <laughs> On this one, yours, <laughs> you are right next to do penguins have knees in between what is satire and Wisconsin is when is American Idol on? Oh, mama. Wisconsinites, we love American Idol. Mine is... Is Mercury in retrograde, which is probably the most lesbian thing I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> but like, so witchy why for did... me too. I love that for you. And then the best is fucking Texas. That breaks my heart. Where is the internet? Well, where is it, Kristen? <laughs> where is it? <laughs> Isn't it like in the airwaves? In the like, in the windmills that give you cancer, according to <laughs> it's in the cancer causing windmills, yeah. <laughs> which obviously doesn't work. Well, first of all, no one's googling right now because nobody has any power. But oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I oh. hate myself. Fuck Ted Cruz. <laughs> oh, Ted Cruz is such a piece of shit. And this is a good one. See, this just shows you fucking Ted Cruz is from Texas. This is another one that shows. How to sell your soul. Oh. Well. And then Hawaii is just how to be a ninja. <laughs> well, I mean, all valid questions. I mean. Some of these are, like, very telling. I mean, obviously, California, how to spot a narcissist. I, well, and then right next to it in Colorado is how to survive a zombie apocalypse. So I like the, I like the way the transition state Mama, by state that's is going. Nevada. <laughs> That's I, mean, the I don't know geography. I'm speaking into a microphone in my good sweatpants. That's, that's fair. You think I know like maps? <laughs> I don't know maps and stuff. I don't know fucking maps. Yeah. I literally, and this is bad because I have a side by side. I pulled up a picture of of a map with the states, <laughs> and, I, and I still got it. Right. I don't know how help you. Well, though. then where? Then where the fuck you may know where the internet is, but where the fuck is Colorado? Yeah, um, it's near me actually, though. So if anyone, if anyone needs the hookup for some ganja, I know a person. Some, somebody in the south <laughs> googling. Wait, not somebody. Let me get this right. Oklahoma. Nope. Arkansas. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> nope. Googling who won the Civil War. Oh my God, that's what I was about to say. Oh my God. Spoiler alert, not you. Not you, bitch. These are hysterical. Maybe you should start a new podcast where you just deep dive into each state's Google search. Into Google searches. If I deep dive.
thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I've i had so much fun and I'm so excited to see where this podcast goes. This is exactly what you should be doing. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see uh, how this develops and I'm honored to, to be a guest. Thank you so much. What are your socials? Let's shout them out. I uh, am on everything, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I have an, an official Facebook account. Uh, all, all at Dylan Brown, D-Y-L-L-A-N-B-R-O-W-N. Um, and... Uh, yeah, hopefully starting YouTube again, also at Dylan Brown. So I'm everywhere. I'm on everything. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait for you to start your YouTube again. Thank um, you. And you can follow us at You Up the Pod on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is You Up Podcast, and definitely subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Um, leave us five stars. Leave us a review. Unless you don't like us, then just why are you still listening? <laughs> <laughs> you should be listening. It's so good. <laughs> uh, you you should be listening. Thank you guys so much for listening and give us a shout out on social media and let us know what your you up story is. Let us know what's keeping you up at night. Um, peace. Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>